And that's uh, Tandi Swamazwai, uh, Heathen. And we're asking, are we breeding heathens in our schools? What's happening uh, with our children lately? Violence in schools is, a, is becoming a global phenomenon indeed. And South Africa is no exception. Yesterday, a grade 5 learner, um, it's actually two days ago, a grade 5 learner uh, stabbed a fellow pupil and um, stabbing the child to death. And when you are in grade five, I I remember growing up, grade five, all you're doing is just wiping your snots. Uh, And and now we have murderers who are in grade five. And you have children in schools who beat up teachers. Teaching is no longer a, 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 a profession a, a, that one can just uh, aspire to, to, to follow um, because we, we're breeding hooligans. And, and until we get to a place where as a society we take time out to call it, name it what it is, um, you cannot fix what you don't acknowledge. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our schools are under siege. What is going on? Uh, something has to give. And joining me in studio, Gemano uh, Ramadwa, to help us just unpack this. Uh, he's a former principal, uh, parent and uh, life coach. And I'm sure uh, that when you look back in hindsight, you're glad you're no longer in the system now. Um, you can actually uh, be part of the solution um, because I'm sure teachers feel that they are under siege. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Griselda, and um, uh, thank you for uh, inviting us and um, good afternoon to the listeners out there. It's a, you're right. We, we, we must be willing. We must be intentional. We must be proactive and consistent with what we do. Uh, until we accept that mm. something has been done wrong, mm-hmm. we, we are not going to move. And, and in this case, um, it, it's, not, it's no longer time for us to start nursing what the situation was. Yeah. Politicians have failed us. They have failed us. They have removed spirituality from the mix within the school. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. We, we are sitting in a situation where um, we're talking about the gifts of God, the children. Mm. And um, we are talking about the gift that has been bestowed as a calling to an individual, which is a teacher. That makes the school a spiritual terrain. Mm. It makes the family a spiritual terrain. Now remove God from the picture. Then you'll be a wandering stranger for the rest of your life. And that's exactly what we are sitting with today. Because even life um, itself is, is a, a God-given um, exactly. uh, miracle. It's, it's just a miracle. Because it, that you can never explain it biologically. Yeah, and you can't regulate it. <laughs> so have you perhaps figured out what is going on in our schools? Um, what, what is going on in our schools is, um, and it's, you know, it's a structural um, collapse. We mm-hmm. have a structural collapse. And what we are doing on a day-to-day basis, we are behaving like contractors who don't know what to do. Mm. Because a contractor, when he looks at the building, he assesses it and he realizes if this building is patched up today Mm. and it collapses again next year, the best way to do this is to demolish it now and start over. And and our our politicians, all they are doing every single day, uh, year in and year out, all they are doing is they are coming to renovate and it looks good and then 
within a short space of time, they're out. Another one comes to renovate. The foundation is flawed. The foundation is the same. It's flawed. So, I mean, where do we start in, in, in correcting this? Because uh, something has to give. We cannot, because right now we're sitting with a case of teenagers um, between the ages of 13 and, and 16 who are now murderers. Yeah. Um, because uh, there's no other way of describing it. Yeah. Um, they stabbed a human being to death. Mm-hmm. And um, when asked, why did you do this? And, and, you know, stupidly, they also confessing this on video that yeah. that um, is, is now admissible as evidence. They've acknowledged and, and admitted that they have murdered mm-hmm. um, because he didn't greet us. Yeah. For me, I mean, children emulate what they see. They emulate what they see. And that is exactly why teachers should actually be exemplary. Mm. Now, you see, um, when I said it's a structural problem, you will realize that a couple of days ago, there was an issue of um, a a, uh, robbery at a school. Yeah. It it questions the security and and the entrance into the school. When you go into a school, any school, um, you can see whether this school is functioning by just being at the gate. If you're at the gate and you see the security is not doing what they're supposed to do, that tells you um, in the school itself, the children might be somewhere else except being in class. Mm. And, and that on its own, it, it sort of challenges us as human beings now and be able to come to a point where we say, but these, we cannot sit and wait for it again to happen. They, they, there are there are contextuals to the case that you're talking about. A a, a child uh, used an object that is acceptable at school. It's a scissors. Uh, it's 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 a scissors that is working within the school. They cut. They do all the sort of things. Mm. But as individuals, as parents, as teachers, we need to be able to teach these children to be able to look at the objects they have and understand that this object is meant for this business yeah and we use it for so that as business. a parent open that bag when your child comes from school exactly um examine regularly yeah uh, that they know my parents are going to be looking into what's in my bag you, you know children children yearn for for discipline and and i i hear people say that the children are are ill-disciplined it's not always the case uh, Christelda, can i can i share with you uh, Hold that thought. Yeah. Let's pay the bills. Okay. Right. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter. We invite you to connect with us uh, and uh, as we talk about uh, what should give uh, within our schools because uh, clearly something has gone horribly wrong uh, just uh, focusing on uh, the many uh, violence and murder and uh, there's just too much happening and uh, when when you see uh, children from grade one being exposed to such violence I mean no child should ever uh, go to a school um, and and f- feel like they have to protect themselves. I mean, there's a raid that was done yesterday. Uh, the ammunition that came out of these kids, I don't understand where snafe comes in, mm. but there's snuff, <laughs> there's oak uppies, there's uh, matches, there's... It, it's insane. It, it's it's so bad. Schools it's so bad. are supposed to be a learning environment. Learning environment. So you were going to give us a perspective. I, I wanted to, to, to say... When, when politicians are now uh, being mandated to, to bring back spirituality into the picture, mm-hmm. 
learners in school and uh, in schools in general there are there are uh, i've identified about six kinds of learners kinds of ill-disciplined learners the first one is the one who does work very well mm. but is very playful the comedian of the class mm. the second one is the one with no parents the social development case the third one is the single parent uh, stepfather kind of ill-disciplined child the the fourth one is the intelligent but bored child by the circumstances in the class mm. the fifth one takes advantage of the chaotic class the, uh, the fifth one the sixth one is the complete disruptive drug addict this kind of t uh, learner that we are talking about mm. Now, who ends up a gang member yeah now if a teacher steps into the classroom and is faced with these six characteristics uh, these characters it needs a teacher who is very conscious of the situation mm. to be able to treat each one of them as individual cases but how do you do that when there's 80 learners in your class you see those are some of the contextuals that are that are actually presented but a teacher must be able remember we're talking about a professional mm. we're not just talking about an, an individual from the street we're talking about a professional who has been trained to do that well some of those issues we can question now um how, whether the training of teachers is sufficient enough i wanted to find out because when you give me this list i can't help but say you need a, a psychologist you need a social worker yeah. you need someone who's trained on how to deal with the mind exactly. to connect to these uh, challenges that uh, you've alluded to and we'll, we'll talk about this kind of teacher who must be able to deal with this yeah. so <laughs> it's a it's a it's a mix that we need to deal with crystal i've prepared an audio um, on these particular things. Now, when when you're dealing with this child or as an individual, mm -hmm. you need to know there are set principles on how you're going to deliver your day-to-day -day lesson. Mm -hmm. But in the problem, in the in the uh, picture, these kind of learners are going to crop up from time to time. Mm -hmm. But you need to find a way of being able to understand them and understand that this intelligent child how do I deal with him so that he doesn't become an, a worse problematic case in my yeah, class? Yeah. How do I deal with this child who has no parents, who's coming yearning for some kind of love? And, and, and all those is packaged in these things that I've actually put together. Four things that I want you to, to start thinking about and the teachers out there start thinking about. A forgiving teacher would know that yesterday's mistake does not encroach into today. Mm. Because if it does, then it means that we are breeding resentment. On on that note, when a child pushes me yeah. in class, yeah. where do I find forgiveness? Because the parent creeps in and I want to slap the hell out of them. Yeah, but you see, the issue of the parent, as a teacher, you don't really need to be dealing much with that mm -hmm. because there's leadership in the school. Okay. Leadership in the school must make sure that they interact with the parents to a point where parents would understand this is an institution there are systems in place mm. that would assist us so the, the the issue of a parent and a teacher must come at a time of feedback must come at a mm. time when the teacher is now feeding the parent back to say i have had this situation with yeah. your child and all that confrontation like that must never actually get to a point where it reaches the teacher because then we are creating a problem with the same teacher that we want to deliver That's the best it. lesson
But these kids slap back. So what do you do as a teacher? Now, uh, Chriselda, I, I will say this again and again. Where you are a the child, adult. Where, it, 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 that's for sure. There's an adult, there's a child. Now, where the child becomes a hooligan, mm. we need to get that child into a system of discipline, corrective discipline. Correctional service is doing that in, in many ways much better than us as schools. You mentioned that there's four. There's and four. we only interacted with one. The second one is a loving teacher. Mm. A loving teacher would always encourage his children to do much more. You know, there, nothing hurts when you say to a child that you know this child is creating problems. And you say, but you see, when I, you're a very good child, except mm. for this particular thing. So now, you start see, when you, from a loving place. When you, re, when you reinforce, yeah. give three positives out of the child and one negative. Don't bombard with three all at the same time because the psychology of the child says, I am useless. Mm. So a loving teacher... So don't confirm. Don't, don't confirm what they are actually doing. Yeah. But pick one thing at a but time. But affirm. But affirm with more. All right. Uh, let's take your calls on 0891-104-207. What's up? Voice note on 0614-104-107. And uh, also we are on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. Hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And your SMSs at 40938. SMSs charged at 150. Let's go to the headlines with uh, Joala Netulo and continue taking your messages. Here, there. And everywhere. SAFM 104.6 FM in Twane. We did ask for your opinion and uh, provide solutions uh, where to from here. I mean, post um, reading what we have read, watching the videos, uh, being interactive on social media about the challenges faced uh, in our schools. What now? And uh, some of your SMSs, uh, child activities like uh, sport, uh, trips to keep them busy uh, have been destroyed. And you find a child in streets and malls watching videos, playing uh, with the electronic material. Uh, it is difficult to even send a child for an errand and uh, they end up uh, drinking. Uh, life is boring for them. And that's from my daughter. And Kalu uh, in Midrand uh, says, Madhu uh, Dumashe, we need uh, to fund organizations uh, that are capable of raising kids with uh, godly principles. Uh, my kids are going uh, to a normal school, uh, but I find comfort in the fact that uh, an NGO called Faith Kids is teaching them godly principles and this can easily be taught in schools and questions comments uh, from my guest uh, for my guest Mano Ramadwa who is a qualified teacher former principal and uh, also founder of uh, the Mano uh, Ramadwa Education Foundation and uh, we're taking your calls right now on 0891-104-207 KGM you are in Potsit Johns good afternoon Good afternoon, Chris Alder. Good afternoon to your guests, the listeners and your crew. Good afternoon. Um, Chris Alder, 90% of the, the, the BK that we expect. Uh, KGM, Potts and Jones is not the friendliest of cities when it comes to um, you, speaking you on the me. phone. We can hear you, but uh, there's bad feedback. Maybe moving around a bit. 
let's try now. Oh, See, it's it's just beautiful for my mm. lunch. I know the beauty that is uh, Pots and Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Tabo in Bumalanga. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, how are you? Wonderful, thank you, Putuamwena. Ah, yeah, uh, I just have one comment. You know, sometimes as uh, South Africans and Africans in, as, uh, in large, we analyze too much. Mm. What worked for our nation before? That's where I think our starting point should be. When did this incident start happening at school? But Tabo, should we even that... go there? Because maybe in the advent of social media, now this is exposed. Because we've always had these gangsters with okapis that stands at, at, at corners. Um, perhaps yes, it's always been there, but it was not as heightened. Uh, and, and now that we have all this access to social media, people are, are recording record time and on time. It's, it's already live. Yes. yes, but my point is that you and I were witnesses of those systems at, at the time. Mm. I, when I remember the school where I grew up in the rural areas, all the schools are find the kids going to school knowing exactly that is going there for disruption. That's what these kids are doing today. Have you seen They're the 14-year-old? But now the point I'm trying to make is mm. that we're trying to adopt people's style of doing things without actually realizing what works for us as South Africans and uh, as Africans. And such. I think for me, stopping corporal punishment was the start of a mess for our kids. Noted, Putuam. Um, but yeah, stopping yes. corporate. I, I was, I was, I was this... listening to that story in Whitbank where, unfortunately, my our friend I work with, his wife teaches there, where a, a teacher took a kid to a, a room or a dark room or something. And mm. I was asking myself, look at this teacher. Mm. In the old days, if that child did that to that teacher, the teacher would have slammed the child and then life goes on, teaching continues. But now, because we <laughs> lashes, five lashes, <laughs> you choose, uh, you choose whether it will be uh, your buttocks or your hands, you just choose and, and it yeah, will just be five cool. lashes and it's done. Yeah, but now we didn't know what to do with the kids and then talking, because they say now you must put them in the naughty corner, what to what, 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 <laughs> the child, when he comes at home, he says the teacher makes the parents ask, what did you do? But you know, I think there's another case, I just don't have the facts right now, uh, of a yes. teacher who was disciplining a child and, and the parent came to school to beat up the teacher. So yeah. what do we the expect pro- these kids to do when the parents themselves are violent? <laughs> exactly, that's what now... Because we install these things that now there is a certain way that you must discipline our kids. And even the parents don't do that at home now. If the child comes back and says, no, the teacher slammed me, and then the parents start saying, no, he's abusing my kid. What, 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 what. Oh, I'm going to beat up the teacher. Awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you. Thank All you right. very much, uh, Tabo, for your input. Let's uh, try Potts and John's uh, once again. KGM, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Chris Elder. Much better, on? much, much better. Chrisolda, um, good afternoon to your guests too. Look, good afternoon. Uh, for for me, the, the 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 beginning of our problems and and very much entrenched is the system. Mm-hmm. Most of the the problems that we are experiencing as a as a nation are very systematic. Chrisolda, when we grew up, I mean, just to add on what the previous caller uh, was talking about, 
There was no psychologist in families, were they? And you want to tell us, you want to tell me that you didn't become a, a good model? Well, there was that auntie who everybody knew to yeah. go to. We just did not qualify her or an uncle, um, him as a psychologist. But that person was uh, equipped with wisdom uh, to help the parents deal with a delinquent child. Absolutely. And that auntie did not do that, that job for, for careerism. Mm-mm. They did it because it was an important thing. They, they cared for, for, for the, the community. They made sure that it, it was something that they were doing parentally so. Mm. Now, we have entrusted our lives, including the lives of our children, to this thing called politics or politics or politicians. Mm. Now, who, who says we shouldn't discipline our, our children? We claim that it's our constitution. Who came with this thing called the constitution, where we even consulted? When it came to parenting, did we have any consultation of how do we want to discipline? What is our views in terms of disciplining children? Judging how, Today, b- judging uh, by how these kids are behaving, uh, these kids needed to be protected from their parents. I, I don't think so. I, I, I felt, Chris Alda, that at some point, I felt that my, my, my parents were not my parents. The way they were... If, if I was a child of today or a parent of today, I would have said they were abusing me. <laughs> turns out that abuse has produced... A, 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 you a turned out good. You're a businessman <laughs> now. You turned out good from the abuse, quote-unquote. Kejian, you, you, know, you have to well, conclude lastly, your thought, lastly, yeah? Lastly, Chris Alda, the, the, look, look at the kids that you are producing. Uh, look, look at Parliament. What's mm. the difference? Ooh. Yeah, no. It's comedy. (laughs) It is comedy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Let's uh, go to Tula Mden in KZN. Good afternoon. Uh, Good afternoon, Cristalda. Good afternoon, sir. Yes. Um, I can hear your subject you're talking about. I I think the challenge that we have is that I believe that uh, when we opted, I think, for democracy, Mm. and fighting for democracy. We didn't know the full spectrum of democracy in terms of actually how it will change our lifestyle, how we've been living and the culture Mm. that we have already been so much entrenched in. And we only wanted it because it would give us political power and rights, freedom, freedom, freedom of, of, of right to freedom, you know. Mm. However, I think when the transition came about, the issue of taking out the forms of discipline, I think they were supposed to be, as you can know, if there's been a culture that has been practiced for a long time, if you want to practice change, then you have to have a transition or methodology whereby you strategically make people aware that this is a form of living that you have been uh, adapted to but now we're changing to this one and this is how you can substitute this kind sure, of uh, sure of, there was no behavior. substitution in in how no we discipline children if in the, the organizations that are, are lobbying for these rights the problem is they are one-sided they are not thinking of saying okay let's go to committee and, uh, and educate people how you can best better do this they yeah. only go to the courts and say this must stop. And if that 
is stopped, then what happens? There's a void. There's a no, void. It's, it's just like a car that all of a sudden you were driving and it just cut, 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 cut off, uh, cut off the, 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 the engine, you know. And In the what, middle what of the freeway. If you're not on your seatbelt, you will hit the windscreen of the car, you know. So I, I believe that those organizations that are advocating for these rights, they should not be only going to court. Let them do their dirty work that they think government should be doing. Let them help government. Let them go to the communities and make people aware that there are other forms of discipline because the kids, if you deprive them of what they like, they become disciplined, you know, apart from corporal punishment. So now the thing is, we've been so adapted to corporal punishment and then we think it's the only solution because that's how we're, we, we, we're raised and there's nothing in our mind that there's a thing that says you can't think yeah. beyond what you know. So Thank if you, you don't know there's another form, That's then you it. can't actually practice any other form of, of, of discipline and punishment. Thank you. Thank you very much, Potula. Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, well received. Morena Mojalefa says teachers are there to teach. They are not, um, they're not there to provide social work services as much as uh, they aren't supposed to beat up learners, um, but they shouldn't be burdened with ill-disciplined learners. And uh, that is on um, uh, Facebook. And an unsigned SMS blaming won't help. Uh, the least we can do as a nation is to work hand in hand. Government must not focus uh, only on the rights of individuals, but they must also uh, focus on the responsibilities that accompanies those rights. In that manner, uh, we can have a better South Africa. The unfortunate reality is indeed when corporal punishment was removed, parents didn't know where to from here. What do we do? Um, Griselda, I, I, you know, the, the, the argument of corporal punishment always, it, it, you know, it puts me in a... I saw you almost had um, a, a neck break there when yeah. you were saying definitely the, not. The, the, definitely <laughs> not. Corporal punishment instills fear. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up in the, in the rural areas. There were people who were much better than me academically. In grade one, two, three, they mm-hmm. left school because of corporal punishment. Some of us were, were, were able to stay simply because we had parents who could not give us that opportunity mm-hmm. to stay away from school. So we, we can't keep on replicating the same situation. Let's agree that corporal punishment is out. So and what do we ways. replace it with? Now, do you know the new problem that we have now is the, is the problem of uh, good schools found outside of the township, um, as, as perception says. You know, township schools... Uh, township parents who can afford have taken their children outside of township schools. Now, in township schools, where the majority of these cases are taking place, uh, the parents there, who are members of the SGB, are incapacitated. And I think what, what we need to start driving more is the adoption part of people within our society in our communities mm. to be adopted into the SGB, even if they don't have children, so that they can be able to provide more direction. Where do we find your foundation? Unfortunately, it feels like we don't have enough time for this topic. Um, <laughs> we still need to just unpack, peel this onion uh, more. You, you know, we can be found through the numbers, of course. Um, people can send me... Um, Call me on zero seven nine eight two six nine four zero three or by email um, mr at manospeaks dot co dot za. Um, because you know, with us, what we have decided to do, we have decided not to put anything to chance yeah. and get involved.
And, and that, I think that is what And that will definitely do. help. Madwa, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. Qualified teacher, former principal and founder of uh, Manu Ramadwa Education Foundation. That's where we leave this conversation.